Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a second, and anything else that's going on, just let it fall by the wayside, and just be reminded that you are already in the spirit, you're already in in God, and everything that we're talking about, this is all part of the process that God has set aside for you. This is not about you needing to accomplish something or get better at something or be more spiritual in order to please God or to fulfill his purpose for your life. You've already done that. Your purpose was to know him, and he has revealed himself to you, and you are now one in him spiritually. That's done. Your purpose for this time here is done. God's purpose for you is that you would be spirit, soul, and body. So now we are simply working out what God has worked in. Like you've already you've already achieved everything that God could ever ask of you through His Son, and because He has reinspirited you and restored you to relationship, to oneness with His Father, because that's that's our relationship with the Father is fully restored. It's not gonna you're you're never gonna get closer to God spiritually speaking problem is our soul and that's what that's what we're here to learn how to do but we're learning it not as part of our purpose but very practically speaking it's we now we now work because we have received we don't we don't work to receive to please god to uh, be worthy of his presence, his his revealing of himself, his love. It's because we've already received his love, his unconditional love. God values you, and he thinks so highly of you, unconditionally. And now that that's true about who you are, now we're working out what God has put within. So you don't have to measure up. You don't have to achieve. You don't have to build up your faith. You don't have to do anything. But now we get to. We get to take full advantage of whatever opportunities God himself places in front of us. Opportunities to what? To learn to live and move and have our being in him as a spirit being. It doesn't, anything that happens from here going forward doesn't change your nature. Because your nature is spirit. It's eternal. It's loving. It's life. 
its kingdom. That's not going to change. But now the, the more time we spend with God, the more we are drawn to know him more. How do we do that? We join him in his purpose for us, which is to bring us into oneness, spirit, soul, and body. In your soul, that looks like, again, the two-sided coin, the side that God is working on, the healing, the revealing truth, the bringing you know, us into oneness in, in our soul, restoring our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. And then on the other end, our end, the other side of that coin is to have our soul functioning. And as God heals our soul, it becomes more able to function the way God created it to function. God loves your soul. He gave you the soul he wanted you to have. And it starts to be more active in its original source, in its original uh, form as God heals it and restores it and frees your soul from believing lies, from bad habits, from, uh, you know, fear of rejection, all these things that have kept your soul from being what God created it to be, those, those hindrances are, are slowly being removed so your soul can stand up and join in with your spirit and your body as well to be a spirit being that has a soul and lives in a body. So one of the things that we are to learn to do while we're here on this earth is to exercise power and authority that we have because we are spirit beings and because we are soulical beings. And we've, we've talked before about the three realms of reality that your, your soul exists in a soulical realm, which is part of the supernatural realm. The supernatural is simply above natural. And we, we can say, let's, we, all, we can start with the characteristics, the features of the natural realm, like gravity and time and things, you know, our natural body. Well, your natural body exists or are affected by the laws of gravity. You know, having to eat. The, your, your body has requirements in order to exist here on this earth. Likewise, your soul ha- functions in the soulical realm, which is part of the supernatural realm. And the way we put it, the reason we... We frame it that way is because there are other beings in the supernatural realm that are not spirit beings that have a soul, but that are purely soulical beings. And for right now, we can just limit those that those two categories as angels and demons. And if you wanted to include ghosts and aliens and any other creatures, that's fine. Maybe animals, I don't know. Um, but for for our purposes, we just really focus on angels and demons. Now, those are both created by God 
to serve a purpose, and they are completely under his control. And his purpose is to bring us up, bring, bring us into oneness. And one of the things we need to learn is how to overcome. So we learn to overcome our enemies, which is the world system, the devil, and our own bad habits, our own crutches in, that are in our soul. We do, we've already talked about that. So it's all tied together. So as we we learn to overcome our enemies, we also learn to rule and reign with the angels and over the angels because angels are not spiritual. There are only two kinds of spiritual beings, God himself and those that he has re-spirited, that are joint heirs with Christ, you and I. Angels are not spirit beings. Demons are not spirit beings. There's no, nothing else is a spirit being. Only God and us. And we're in him. So it's kind of all, we're all the same. Now, because we have souls, you know, we're, we have a ways to go to be one. God is one. And he is eternal. And all the characteristics, everything that we can say that's true about God is also true about our spirit. Well, then why aren't we like God? Well, because we also have a soul and a body that is not in alignment with our spirit being. So that's what we're here for. And I think we often get distracted by our behavior because that's the natural realm. That's something we can see. So we look at do's and don'ts. You know, as long as I'm going to church and tithing and, you know, um, being involved in, you know, uh, giving out food for the, the homeless, whatever your church, whatever your belief system supports, as long as you're doing these things in the natural, that's all you need to do. But that's just the natural realm. There's the supernatural, the soulical realm as well. And we've been leading up to really embracing the whole concept that there are things that we can do objectively to learn how to rule and reign, exercise our power and authority in and over the supernatural realm. You know, we've talked many times that we have to first accept that that's what we're here for and that it's for all of us. It's not just for special people. There's no some point in time we'll get into anointings, but all that is is bringing our attention to something that we already have. So experiencing the supernatural should be a normal aspect of every believer's life. In a way, it already is because you exist and you have a soul. So walking through your day, you know, we talk about, you know, God is present, Regardless, when you, he's sitting right there, you don't have to get his, his attention. You don't need to inform him about the problems you're having. And he's already always speaking to your spirit. Your spirit, you, we, can, we can picture, you know, your spirit, who you truly are, is sitting on a bench with God. And they're talking about what's going on with your soul, what's going on with your body. 
And so God himself is ministering to your soul, and you, your spirit, is ministering to your soul, encouraging your soul, healing your soul, drawing your soul, drawing towards the original soul that you were meant to have. But this is where we look at, okay, having our, our, the supernatural realm, accept that as part of your everyday existence. Our, our problem is our, our senses, our solical senses, have not fully become tuned to what the Lord is already doing in the spiritual the supernatural and natural realms. It's already going on right now. So it's not something you have to draw or get God to do. And we're going to ask him to to reveal some things. And we've talked before in in your homework, what is it that you'd like to have experiencing and going on in your life? And we always come back to the central focus of this is to be waiting on him hearing his voice, cultivating quietness. This is going to be your consistent uh, objective that is going to keep you grounded, keep you available, keep you from being distracted into the supernatural realm. Because this is all about knowing him and becoming one spirit, soul, and body. Becoming one in him. That's his purpose for you, so that's our purpose as well. We join him in what he's doing. So by learning to wait on him, by learning to hear his voice, cultivating quietness, cultivating a quiet life, we have provided an environment for the Lord to reveal to us what is already happening all around us right now. And so because spiritual supernatural experiences are already occurring we simply want to learn to be both observant to see them and confident that the lord will provide the training and protection and direction and guidance and strength and wisdom that we need as we venture into these new experiences just as if we were to move to a new country we would have to learn their laws, their language, their cultural traditions, the challenges and dangers that reside in that land. As overcomers, we know that who you truly are, a spirit being, has already accepted that challenge to go to a new land and learn and, and try and trial and error and make mistakes but see it as an opportunity, an adventure for exploring your inheritance. And your inheritance is to have authority over this new land, over the supernatural realm. And so God wants us to enjoy this process, to enjoy learning, to know him by expanding our need to depend on him. And, we've, you know, we've been talking about these things for uh, many, many, many years, but it always comes back to, Lord, is that you? And the more we can have confidence that we're able to hear him clearly, 
you know, so often we get so discouraged because we wait on him and we wait on him and we never hear from him. And we, we, we think, okay, we're missing him, we're doing it wrong. And yet, really all it is is everything is going fine. You know, if you're driving down the road and you're just going from destination A to destination B and back again and you make it home safe at the end of the day from work, that's a good day. You know, even if you are driving along and you hear sirens, you know how to react. You get out of the way. And then occasionally maybe we'll have an accident or we'll see something or we make a detour. There's changes, but we know how to get from point A to point B. And this is the, the point A and the point B is knowing that you're hearing from him and that when you hear a siren, you know what to do. When you see a distraction, you know, wait a minute, I need to keep my eyes on the road. You know how to do these things. You've learned how to do these things in the natural. We are going to ha- have, go through that same education process in the soulical realm as we experience supernatural, the ex- supernatural encounters. But God does want us to enjoy the process because this is this is our destiny we you have the power and authority over the soulical realm over the supernatural realm and the natural realm and he wants us to enjoy it and he wants us to to enjoy the effects not just the the power and the authority but that we are going to be joining him in setting people free, in accomplishing his purposes in his will. Now, sometimes that's going to be real hard. And sometimes we're going to think, well, you know, this is not the right way to do this. You know, somebody's going to get hurt. I could make a mistake. I don't want people to depend on me. But every moment of every day has been crafted just for you. So you don't need to be afraid. Being being. Aware is great. Being confident in your ability to hear him is great. But this is still all going to come back to God's responsibility. Not your soul, but your spirit combined with God. That's where this responsibility lies. And again, he doesn't need your help. Everything that's going on, for instance, in the world today, God knew this was going to happen a bazillion years ago. And he's crafting it all for his purposes. We may not like the way he's doing it. We may not like what he's doing. But he knows exactly what he's doing. And it's for his purposes. So we are going to start going into some real practical things. But first, let's just double check and make sure that we're we're heading into this with, with an understanding about what our expectations are our attitudes toward toward these supernatural experiences altogether. Because it, your, your attitude towards these supernatural experiences, and I'm talking about everything from all the, the, the abilities that we have, miracles and uh, dreams and healing and being able to raise the dead, being able to see the future, you know, anything that you can imagine. Those are all supernatural experiences. 
but your attitude, what you believe about supernatural experiences will affect your perception, your, your acceptance, your interpretation of those experiences. If, if, you're, if you have fear, it's going to filter your experience. If you feel you're responsible or you deserve something, that's going to affect your interpretation of your experience. So we, we start with positive, a positive attitude that supernatural experiences are part of the believer's daily experience and should be cultivated, valued, enjoyed, and appreciated. Now, obviously, this is where God wants us. And if there's things we've been talking about, is there anything, you know, be, you know, about what God is drawing you into that you need to settle with him, especially fear? You know, can we trust God to protect us? Can we trust him to reveal himself, to make our pathway clear? And if, if, that, if you've worked through those things, hopefully you have a positive attitude toward these supernatural experiences. Because the Spirit can be trusted. God can be trusted to train and protect and provide whatever is necessary to promote his agenda in your life, which is, again, to bring you into wholeness. And he can be trusted to keep you focused on your pathway, on his goals and plan. And a lot of times we aren't going to see what it is. We're not going to see his goal. We're not going to see his plan. But he will say, put your foot there. Now, your next foot goes there. Turn left at the corner. You know, uh, go around that tree. You know, stop for refreshing. Join up with these group of people. You know, hang back. They're going to leave. Go ahead forward. I want to speak to you alone. You're going to learn a lot of this by trial and error. And there's going to be times you're going to be alone. There's going to be times you're going to be with others. It's all up to God, and it's between you and him. But enjoy the process. Think of it as a positive adventure. Because we're depending on the Lord to be Lord, to be God, we can rest, enjoy, and overcome whatever kind of experiences he has planned for us. And there are going to be things to overcome because that's how we learn how some of our soul works, is having things to overcome. Now, some of us also are still struggling with a negative attitude toward supernatural experiences. And a lot of times it's because we have misinformation or wounds or, again, just fear. And some of us have these uh, uh, a negative attitude because of misinformation based on someone else's experience or opinion. Like if you go to a church that says, you know, you stay away from this, you know, that this is, you're going to make yourself uh, vulnerable, you're going to be deceived. This is where you need to work out for yourself. Find out the truth from God. This is why waiting on him is so important. Now, if it takes you the rest of your life to work through this fear, that's God's purpose for you. Because this is not a contest. This is not how, how far you come as quote, quote, unquote, far. 
but as far as over you know being available to experience these supernatural experience experiences that doesn't determine your your status at all god loves you unconditionally he accepts you and values you unconditionally now nothing will change that and you won't get any prizes for your supernatural experiences it's you will enjoy it you will it's not about you and him it's about your spirit and your soul so we do very often base our you know end up with a negative attitude towards supernatural experiences based on our own history what we've been whatever denomination we've been raised in the part of for instance maybe the scriptures or you know anything maybe a book a movie that affects our soul the way it is now and your soul is wounded my soul is wounded and believes lies you know we may even you know have a fear of being out of control or the possibility of making a mistake or being hurt and one of the reasons the lord wants us to want supernatural experiences is to expose those areas in our belief system that are based on a lack of confidence in God. In other words, if we are depending on our own self-strength, he is going to put us in a situation where that self-strength fails us. And he wants us to rise up in the authority we have been given in Christ. We have nothing to fear from trying new things and asking for supernatural experiences, period. If we're not ready for him, for them, he won't give them to you. It's because he loves you. And this is all simply because he loves you. Now then there's the, the neutral attitude toward the supernatural, which is characterized in the, the word or the thought, the, the lie, that if God wanted me to have supernatural experiences, I'd be having them. And again, you are. Right now, you are having supernatural experiences. But this also nullifies our personal relationship with God and that he wants us to want him. And he wants us to want everything he wants us to have. This is another one of those things you need to settle in your mind. Does God want you to have your soul fully complete and restored a restored mind, a whole healed heart, a a will that that knows and is confident in hearing the voice of God. Do you think those are things God wants for you? Well, then how do we get there? Is we, in part, God's doing his part. Our part is to have these supernatural experiences, which are simply our soul functioning the way God wants them to wants your soul my soul to be functioning we will have to learn this how to deal with the supernatural sometime so it is wise to take advantage of every opportunity now it's not just here on this earth but at some point in time for God to accomplish what he wants in each one of our lives it will it will all come together so there is no ambivalence with God we are walking according to 
reliance on his love for us, or we are trying to control and walking out of our own strength. And that will fail according to his purpose and plan. Finally, the last attitude we may have, again, the whole idea is that we settle these issues with God. And we'll be probably, you know, over time coming back and forth. They'll crop up. You know, oh, I thought I thought I had confidence in, in God in this area. I realized I don't. So what? You deal with it. Lord, heal me. What's your truth here? And you go forward. But the last attitude is just ignorance. Not knowing. Never having heard. And so I like being ignorant. I'm not, if I'm ignorant, I'm not responsible. The ignorance of the supernatural, though, or our involvement in the supernatural is not a valid excuse because, again, we are already experiencing the supernatural realm. This can even make us vulnerable to our enemies, the world, flesh, and the devil, because God says, you are not in the world, you're not you know, uh, be in the world, but not of it. We have the authority and the power, and he wants us to start acting that way. So he will put us in positions where we can't deal with things on our own. The supernatural realm is the main battleground for our life while we're here on this earth. Not doing our homework, not failing, uh, and failing to fully engage in life now, merely puts off till later what God has arranged at great expense to accomplish now. Now, there is no guarantee that remaining in ignorance regarding the supernatural will in any way benefit us in regard to whatever is coming in the next age. In fact, I think it's highly unlikely. So every day we have an opportunity to embrace what God is teaching us, training us. We start with, again, spending time with him, having the confidence that we're, we're hearing him clearly. Then we ask him for supernatural experiences, knowing that, yes, each supernatural experience, just like every part of our life, is crafted by God. And we, our senses are tuned, our wounds are healed, and we begin to live and move and have our being as a single person, spirit, soul, and body, one with God, exercising power and authority over the supernatural and the natural realms. So... We'll be moving in, describing in details what, what our supernatural experience is and what to ask for and how to approach them next week. Until then, if there's anything that you need to, you know, finally address with God, please do that. Uh, and, and writing it down does get it out. Get it down on paper and let God speak the truth, his truth, heal the wounds, any anything that he needs to correct with you, because he wants to. He wants you whole and complete and entire. Feel free to drop me a line at diane at org. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.